Hey, I just want uh, all of America to know that your healthcare system sucks ass. Yeah, most of us are aware. <laughs> My God, I am having just the worst time trying to get someone to look at my goddamn arm. Ugh. <laughs> like, there, there's a problem. My insurance company couldn't come to a deal with the provider that they normally come deal with in their latest bargaining or whatever. So now all of my healthcare providers are like, we don't accept your insurance anymore. Oh my god. So That's so annoying. Mm-hmm. So I had called the doctor like a couple of weeks ago and said, hey, the stuff that you told me to do is not working for my arm. I need to see a specialist. They referred me. The specialist talked to the reception of my doctor's surgery last week to tell them that I wasn't in there. My insurance wasn't accepted there anymore, so they needed to refer me someone else, somewhere else. Nobody did anything. So I called to check if I was going to get an appointment at this hand surgeon or whatever, and they were like, "Yeah, we did tell your insurance your 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 doctors that we don't accept your insurance anymore." I was like, "Oh, so yeah, you're going to have to uh, to call the doctors back." And tell them to refer you somewhere else. Okay, fine. But the, so I called the doctors. The insurance is supposed to... Do, well, not supposed to. I mean... This isn't... Yeah. Why is this my responsibility? This is ridiculous. <laughs> so I called the doctors and was like, hey, so they told me my insurance isn't accepted. And they were like, oh, yeah. Well, we'll talk to the doctor and get somewhere else. I got a call from them on Friday and they they said to me, yeah, we found somewhere. This is the place. This is the phone number. You're going to have to call and make an appointment. And if they need your documents, you need to give us their fax number. <laughs> Bitch, am I getting paid you for can a doctor's receptionist position? They're, almost all fax numbers are online. They should know where they can look it up. Like, What are they getting paid for? Why am I doing this? Like, I've worked in pharmacy in poor communities i've worked in wealthy communities and definitely in the wealthy communities they expect you to do a lot more however finding a doctor's phone number as long as there's only one office or fax number is not that hard i would rather google it than deal with asking the patient because they're probably going to get it wrong i'm just like if you, if i'd have known i was going to have to do all of this by myself i wouldn't have bothered fucking having three doctor's appointments i'd have just called the hand surgeon myself yeah like and the doctors don't why, know why am i so they don't know what your insurance is going to make you do so they would recommend you do stuff and then it's like the insurance is not going to pay for it so then you have to go do a different thing it's like just hunting and pecking until you figure out what the insurance will cover why am i the middleman <laughs> yeah it's absurd in england i call a doctor and they give me an appointment and i go my arm hurts and they say okay try this we're gonna call the nhs and get your hand surgeon within Six months, somebody from the hand surgeon's office will have called me and said, hey, we have an appointment for you. Are you okay? I don't have to do jack shit. I sit in my house and I wait and my taxes pay for this. This is fucking stupid. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. My arm hurts. I'm mad. Like, uh, uh, I'm so glad that this isn't happening while I'm at work. Though, oh God, yeah. Because I cannot even imagine the fucking runaround I would have to do between nine and five to try and get somebody on the other end of the fucking phone stupid yeah i i had make doctor's appointment on my to-do list um and now i have pushed that to fall break because i don't want to deal with it so yeah now i'm a cranky salty bitch and i've been a cranky salty bitch all week and 
I've basically just gone, do you know what? If no one's going to help me with my arm, fuck it. I'm going to make it worse. <laughs> Yay, American healthcare system. So I played video games that I probably shouldn't have, and then my arm hurt more, and I was like, well, what did you expect, you dumbass? Well, it's okay, because Congress is on vacation, and when they get back, they're going to fix everything. Oh, that sounds nice. Thank you, Congress, who I wasn't allowed to vote for because apparently taxation without representation was not okay 300 years ago, but it's definitely fine now. It's just a slogan. <laughs> anyway. Ugh. Yeah. Well, I hopefully won't make you too mad this week. Um, it's okay. I'm in the mood for it, you know? <laughs> I'm just sitting up at the top of my throne of salt. Oh, yeah. I'm ready. Mad. Uh, hello, and welcome to Are You Serious? A Journey Through Bad Reddit Relationships. I am Morgan. I'm Esme, and this is episode 66. Yay. 66? Yes, I need to change this number so that I don't label <laughs> tomorrow's episode wrong. Don't, don't trust me. Jesus. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'll check the thing. I wouldn't be surprised if we had, like, no episode 28 or something. Like, we just skipped it. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um... Okay, so this first one I have is on relationship advice, I believe, um, okay. or relationships. Uh, the title is Gamer Wife is Driving Me Nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going to be in this picture and we, we won't like it. <laughs> no, it me. Hey, guys and girls. Bit of a strange one, but I felt like this was a better thread than our gaming. My wife, 31, and I, 33, play computer games together. People keep telling me how lucky I am that my partner enjoys gaming, and yes, to a degree. The problem is, she wants to play competitive team-based games with me, and she's mostly terrible. <laughs> oh no. When I try to teach her better tactics or strategy, she gets annoyed at me, and I don't dare criticize her gameplay, or she gets annoyed at me. I mostly bite my tongue, but sometimes I just get really frustrated. I don't want to stop playing with her, and I don't mind losing every game. I just don't know how to not get frustrated during the games. Sorry for the rant, lol. Hmm. Hey, you should do what I did, and when your partner is uh, commenting on your gameplay, challenge them to a 1v1, and then dominate them in the private field. <laughs> uh, me and my husband have done a couple of Overwatch 1v1s. <laughs> uh, for, for, for low stakes, like, you're going to do the laundry today if I <laughs> absolutely cane your ass at Overwatch. Twice now. Twice this has happened now. <laughs> uh, I don't know. There, there are... I wonder if it's... Because it could be a combination of a lot of stuff, right? As a woman in gaming, you're used to getting criticized by men online. Yeah. Whether you're playing well or playing badly. Quote unquote criticized. <laughs> yeah. So perhaps the reason why she wants to play with him is because she's expecting him to be supportive, regardless of her skill level. Yeah. And, and is she getting angry that she's losing or angry that she's dying? Or is... She just getting annoyed and angry that he's trying to give her advice, unsolicited advice in the middle of the game. How is he offering that unsolicited advice? Like, yeah, we need some more context on how this is working, but it could go either way. Because it also depends what game it is, right? If it's something like Call of Duty and you're online with a bunch of 12-year-olds, that's already just a, an irritating high-stress situation. Mm -hmm. If you're playing... League of Legends or Dota, the only people you can talk to on mic are your own team. So is it that they have a team of people that they're all playing with and they're all friends together and she just doesn't like when he criticizes oh, her? Yeah, that would be bad. Or is it or is it that it's they're in a lobby, they're in an Xbox Live lobby 
and everybody's screaming. And then he's chipping in with, why don't you try this gun? Fuck off. Because I know that if I'm playing a game and I've got a lot of hours on it and somebody like tells me how to do something, this happens in Overwatch a lot. <laughs> I'll be playing on Mystery Heroes, which doesn't doesn't matter anyway. And somebody will be like, Arisa, you've got to set up your shield here. I'm like, fuck you, dude. I have a gold portrait. Leave me alone. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. Piss off. Like, people are incredibly demanding when it comes to competitive gaming. Yeah. Like, people hate losing. And, you know, I don't really care if I win or lose most of the time. I just want to play. Yeah. I think I think maybe she she just wants to play. And she doesn't want comments and criticism and whatever else. She just wants to play. So in the comments, he says that she's just playing for fun, but he wants to win. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. So I think he's probably getting saltier than he thinks he is. Yes. I think he's getting more irritated. And it's even if he's trying not to, which it doesn't sound like he's trying that hard. I'm trying to find out what game they're playing because he has a lot of comments. He's. He also says in the post that he doesn't mind if they lose every game, but that doesn't the the things that he was saying about if I tell her how to do this and that she gets mad. That doesn't sound like somebody who doesn't care if they win or lose. The previous game we played, people were telling her she sucked and then she would get angry at me for not defending her. I've tried bringing it up with her, but she gets annoyed. I basically resigned to losing most of my games and just not saying anything. So yeah, you need to like have a conversation outside of gaming, like one you're both not worked up or anything. Yeah. Uh, they tried LOL, and currently they're playing PUBG. Or currently, this is from four years ago, but... <laughs> okay. Because PUBG is frustrating at best. Right, yeah. Like, it's it's an annoying game. It's not an easy game to win. It's not an easy game to play. Like, you need good communication if you're, if you're in there with a team, right? If... Yeah, it, it, it just sounds like they're... He's taking everything way too seriously, and she just wants to spend time with him. What me and my husband do when I want to play a game with him is we will play either a really low-stakes mode, or he will pick a character he's never played before, Mm -hmm. so that we can be around the same skill level of whatever it is we're playing, so that I'm not feeling criticised, and we're both struggling through the same thing together. If it's something that she's playing a lot by herself and then you're coming in and going, oh, you need to do this, you need to do that. That's fucking annoying. Yeah. And and frustrating when you're already in a like high stakes situation and you're losing right. and someone's like, hey, have you considered not sucking? It's like, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it didn't come to mind, but thank you for your input. Um, even when like it's not verbal, someone comes up and teabags you. <sighs> I don't mind if somebody's typing at me in the chat saying that I suck. If somebody comes up to me and starts teabagging me, I'm like, I'm fucking happy to you. <laughs> I, I don't care about winning. I'm just going to kill you over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm going to kill you so hard that every single one of your ancestors feels <laughs> the, the, the sting. You know, people can be dicks online. So when your partner isn't, is being one of those dicks to you <laughs> because he wants to win and you suck then yeah you need to figure out a different mode to play together a different game to play together or just not play together yeah and or have a full team of people so that it's not just you know yes safe you and your partner yeah a bunch of friends i mean we have a a, the reason why i don't play dota online is because i don't like my teammates being salty at me so we have a we have a whole team stack now with friends who we trust and who are going to be nice to us, varying skill levels, um, so that we can go online and get stomped together. <laughs> um, 
it's not fun when you feel like you're trying to socialize with somebody, but they're telling you that you suck at the thing that you're trying to do with them. Yeah, exactly. It's the opposite of the one last week, right? Where he was like, I'm going to gently and patiently explain things to you and, you know, Mm -hmm. show like you can watch my gameplay and get better. It seems like he's just kind of nagging her and getting annoyed at an inopportune moment and then getting mad when or getting frustrated, at least when she gets annoyed with him being annoying. (laughs) Join join some kind of safe MMO together, like Monster Hunter World. There you go. Or, you know, something where... It's still semi-competitive, but it's you versus the environment and the game rather than you versus other people. What about, I haven't played it, but Destiny? Oh, uh, no. Destiny is a massive, terrible salt okay, mine okay. of hate Never and mind. spite. Do Play not- the Portal 2 co-op. <laughs> <laughs> Destiny. Destiny is my favorite game that I hate. <laughs> yeah. Destiny is like... First off, it's a terrible experience for new players because they've got rid of a lot of the kind of context-giving content. And then just people in Destiny suck. Everybody in Destiny is an asshole. I don't play I Destiny don't, together. Okay, so they just turned on PC crossplay for Overwatch, right? PC and, and PlayStation mm-hmm. 4 because the, the mm-hmm. pool is getting so small. And I guess Switch too. But anyway, so they turned on Team Chat, which is... Or no, sorry, Game Chat, which is where... Anybody in the game can talk to you. The first thing someone said to me was, you have gold border and you're stuck in gold. That's sad. And I was like, listen, I'm an adult and I play well drunk all the time. So maybe shut the fuck up. Yeah. Who gives a shit? I don't give a shit. Second thing that someone said to me was something about gargling their balls. And then I was like, okay, how do I turn off crossplay? But I turned off, I turned off game chat 100% and it's been fine since then. But Honest, I never, I never join any game global chat in any game. Yeah, it's. But I, I just can't deal with the needless salt. Yeah, I like only plug in my mic when someone is already talking and seems cool, or I'm with a friend, usually a male friend, who means that people will give me more respect just by being in a party with a dude. So that's great, great and good and cool. I was in a... The, the reason why I never do it, there's a variety of reasons, but the most recent one is I was playing Overwatch and somebody heard my accent and they went, ah, cheers, love. And I went, what are you, fucking 12? <laughs> in Overwatch? And they were like, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that, that And I tracks. was like, and they were like, oh, oh, I'm really sorry. I was like, just shut the fuck up and play the fucking game, you douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> Tracer would never say that. <laughs> And then he was really nice to me after that. But I was just like, I don't need this shit. Like, if if the first thing that's going to happen when I'm trying to be useful on comms and say, hey, they have a Hanzo or whatever, and someone's like, cheers, love, I'm like, oh, fuck you. I don't want to play with you anymore. You're an absolute idiot. That's the thing about being, like, having something slightly different, you know, about you. When in games, it's usually being a woman. But in your case, it's also having an accent. And people are like, I'm going to be cute. <laughs> I'm going to be cute. And it's like, I've heard it before. Shut the fuck up. You're not original. <laughs> oh, yeah. You trace a joke. Thanks. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, good. I'm going to make, I'm a, very make happy. a McCree joke, you American cowboy. Fucking suck on your McDonald's and shut the fuck <laughs> <There you> up. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I just never turn, I never turn team chat on. I try to communicate through the kind of text-based chat mechanisms in most games that I play or like emotes, but... I just, nobody hears my mm-hmm. voice ever, unless I know them 
They're my friend. <laughs> games are tough fun stuff. Yeah, games are bad. People like winning. Uh, Destiny's awful, but it's great. Um, yeah. Only play online with friends who you trust and love and support yeah. you. And maybe find a different way to play games together if PUBG is stressful for you. Yeah, there, there are still challenging games you can play together. So this next one is Weddings Make People Crazy. Ba-ba. And it's ran by the Buttface. And you remember the one from like, I don't know, like six months ago, that was a classic where the uh, bridesmaid threw red wine. Yes, the red wine. So dress. this yeah. is that, but different. As they say in Thailand, same thing, but different. <laughs> Am I the butt face for telling my uncle that he did not save my wedding? He is just a selfish, sore loser. Oh, no. Uh, no ages, but it's not important. Um, this is from two days ago. I'm posting here because they have a rule against property destruction at the other sub. I have an uncle, quote, Rob. <laughs> he isn't my bio uncle, but we have adopted him into the family. I love him, but he can be an ass sometimes. I also have the mother-in-law from hell. She wore white to my wedding, claimed it was cream, and said maybe I was just jealous because it was expensive. Whoa. Of course, this pissed me off, but I am an adult and didn't want any stupid drama at my wedding. Now for some history. Mother-in-law and Rob were close for years. They worked together, and I get the impression they were friends with benefits while she was married. Her and father-in-law had a dead marriage for years, and he was cheating as well, so don't judge too harshly. At some point, Rob and mother-in-law had a falling out. He claims she stole a big client from him. Mother-in-law claims he was in love with her. I don't know exactly what happened, but I will say I do think Rob is in love with her, and I also think mother-in-law is a cutthroat businesswoman who would screw over anyone to climb that ladder. Anyway, at some point during their fallout, Rob blabbed some of her secrets, and mother-in-law seriously messed up his beloved vintage restored sports car. There's so much characterization in that paragraph. There's so much here. <laughs> this is like fucking Dynasty. <laughs> yeah, this is like flash fiction. That's a ve- Sorry, that's a very dated reference that even I am too young to fully <laughs> be expected to understand. Uh, but yeah, there we go. Go look up Dynasty. It was a wild-ass time. Flash forward to the wedding. Mother-in-law is being a bitch in her white-slash-cream gown, but I don't want any drama. Rob decided he was going to be the hero and spill wine on her, but he didn't spill it, and this was not a glass. He took one of the metal buckets the hotel had for ice <gasps> or champagne and dumped, like, an entire bottle of red wine in it and poured it over her head. Now, I'm not gonna lie. Was it hilarious for a brief second? Yes. But mother-in-law's boyfriend tried to fight him. Mother-in-law cried to her dad, who now hates me. And there was wine everywhere for the poor hotel staff to clean up. Mother-in-law would not stop crying, and Rob ended up ranting about what a bitch and a whore she is and almost punched the wall. You cannot convince me that this was over a dress. At some point, mother-in-law's dad snapped at her to stop because she can easily afford another dress, and she said... I miss my best friend. So that sums it up for me. Holy shit. That was about a year ago. Mother-in-law kind of stopped talking to us, so that was nice. And Rob got transferred because he wouldn't leave her alone at work. I was hanging out with my family. Whoa! <laughs> this is like a nesting egg of... <laughs> shit. This is the fucking Russian doll of family situations. Every, every layer you pull off, it's like, oh shit, there's more. I was hanging out with God my family damn. and the incident came up. 
Rob jokes that I am indebted to him because he saved the wedding. I said he didn't do that for me. He did it for himself and for revenge because she messed up his car. I said that he is selfish, a sore loser, and messed up my wedding over his personal drama. He apologized and got really quiet and left soon after, which made me feel like an asshole. No, you said, you said his, you repeated his actions to his face. That made him uncomfortable because he did a bad thing. And so he got yes. upset about it. <laughs> so that's an end. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack here. <laughs> There's... Yeah, the gift. No, we don't have time to unpack all that. <laughs> God. Where do I start? Okay, so destroying somebody's property as an act of revenge is nine times out of ten the wrong thing to do. Yes. The property didn't hurt you. The person did. Now, I'm not saying that that means that you should destroy somebody's personhood. Uh, as an act of revenge. That's also very wrong. Like, what did the car do? The car did nothing. And that's petty teenage bullshit for these grown people who can't control their emotions. Yeah, it's like, I'm frustrated by, and you see this a lot with teachers, people feel like, oh, someone did something bad, therefore they need to be punished. And if they do not get punished in some way, that's a personal slight against me. Instead of just being like, I want OP to have like a nice wedding. I don't want to mess that up. And just trying to get along for the sake of other people. He's like, well, I need to punish her. Otherwise, she will have gotten away with destroying my car. And it's like, that's right. not that's not that. In the other post, the one with the bridesmaid who did it, or she actually wasn't even a bridesmaid. She was just a friend. She at least was doing it to, she did it ahead of time. And she was doing it to avoid drama. Right? She took, she was taking right. mother-in-law out of the equation. But in this case, he just did it in front of everybody so that he could get back at her and embarrass her. I think the main problem I have with this is the escalation of yeah. retaliation. Like, and again, you see this a lot in a school setting, especially with middle schoolers, is somebody will do something like break their pencil. Right? Because middle schoolers are mean and petty. Their response is not you broke my pencil, it's not a big deal. It's, I'm going to kick their chair out from underneath them when they're trying to sit down. <laughs> yeah. You do something to my property, I will do something to your body. Right. The escalation from a pencil which costs maybe 50 cents to you might break your arm and go to hospital for doing that is like just worlds apart from how the from how punishment in quotation marks sh should work, Right. The escalation from, we're not friends anymore, so I'm going to break your car, is extreme. The ex escalation from, you broke my car, I'm going to publicly humiliate you in front of my not even actual families. Everybody you know. Friends and relatives. And yeah, like, that's wild. So in the comments, uh, there's like not very many because I think it got locked pretty quick. Um, looks like. So... OP says she was trying to punish us both for something. Uh, she could actually care less about her kid, but she was mad at me for answering some questions her mom asked honestly and getting her in trouble with her parents. It's, so it's not like a, a she's jealous of OP for taking her baby boy away from her situation. It's just like... It's, it's more petty escalationist bullshit. Yeah. And then... Like... Go ahead. Do these people not talk? Ever? Like, do they just do performative acts of retribution? <laughs> like, I don't... It's like a sitcom don't episode understand. where they do the prank war. 
It's the prank war episode. It's like prank war, but unendingly desperately sad. Like, how can you want to make somebody that miserable? Shit. I can't... I, I cannot fathom how you would you could ever put into your mind, oh, this is going to make them really miserable and they'll regret the day they ever messed with me. Yeah, and not think like, who the fuck are it's going to happen again. Like, it's going to escalate. Duh. Right? Who are you who gets to make that decision? It's absolute bullshit. So instead of sitting down and saying, hey, you made me really upset when you said this, 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 and this about me, she's like, I'm going to wear a white dress to her wedding and she's going to remember that for the rest of her life. What a prick. Yeah. And so OP says there's pretty much no contact unless we're both at her parents' house at the same time. She has never come to our house, and she used to call every three or four months out of guilt, but has not done so since we got married. So that's nice. I love it when the trash takes itself out. And she's 46. She's 46 years old. Fucking hell. So, yeah. Sounds like you should cut both of them off and just be, like, happy with them out of your lives. Uh... Yeah. Jesus. You know, if somebody wrongs me, I just stop talking to them. Yeah. Like, there's no there's no revenge, there's no retribution. I just go, do you know what? I don't need this shit. Don't don't contact me again. Yeah. I it's like not worth that it. Works. It's not worth spending the effort. It just right? makes you more and more angry. Yeah. Just get rid of them and you will feel the weight lift from your shoulders. And there have been some situations in my life where people have been like, oh, you should forgive them. I'm like, why? What are they... Not, again, not that you should view all relationships as transactional, but that you should at least get something out of your relationships. They should not be draining you all the time like a psychic vampire. Right. If I forgive somebody who has betrayed my trust, who's the idiot here? (laughs) Like, I do not trust that they will ever be sincere or you know, honest with me ever again. So what What a miserable existence. There's no way I'm going to forgive that person. Yeah. I don't need it. So a lot of the time, you know, I stopped feeling guilty about people saying, oh, you should forgive so-and-so because they sound really sorry. I'm like, yeah, that's nice. Sure they do. They sound really sorry. And I'm sure they feel really sorry right now. But what happens next time when they're going to get something out of doing the bad thing again? Whatever that bad thing was. Right? It's just, it's not worth it. It's not worth your time. Just move on. And hopefully they will change in the future. We'll see. Yeah. My husband was just noting today that for some reason he's getting notifications on Venmo of my old roommate, the one from like a previous episode that I talked about, her Venmo transactions. And I'm like, why is that happening? Why is Venmo like this? That's weird. I was like, a couple times I was like, you know, like, we were really good friends. We've known each other since high school. Maybe I'll, you know, reach out to her again. And then I think about the time that she kicked my husband out of the house on Easter. And uh, I think, oh, yeah, I don't need that in my life anymore. Right? It's like, okay, this is stupid. What a waste of my time. I don't know if I've told that story, but maybe I'll tell it in a future, in a future date. <laughs> okay, this next one just is all the red flags. So... Uh, you can, you can grab those chimes if Neo hasn't chewed them. <gasps> I have chewed them. them up yet. He has not chewed them. He is sleeping like a good boy. Yay. Cora was also out all night doing night cat things, so she is sleeping. <laughs> doing outside night cat things. She has been so needy lately. She, it's super hot, but she still yeah. wants to hang out with us, so she sits in between us on the couch instead of on Matt's lap. <laughs> Neo dragged all of his toys out of his toy box last night. And 
littered them all <laughs> over the front room so that when I came downstairs this morning, just it was just a sea of cat toys just everywhere. I don't know what he was looking for, but I think he found it. So this one is... Oh, from Off My Chest. So we have a guest, a guest subreddit this week. So this is from Off My Chest. Ready? OP is 22. Yes. Her okay. boyfriend is 33. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> when will you learn? So 33 divided by 2 is what? 16 and a half? Oh, 16 and a half. Plus 7 is 20, more than 22. <laughs> I read my boyfriend's journal and he thinks I'm ugly. What? Oh, this is just a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> As the title says, pretty much, this morning, my boyfriend asked me to come over at four. I said yes, got there at four, and apparently whatever he was doing was running long, so he didn't get home until five. So I was there by myself for an hour. Sitting at his desk, I saw his journal laying open and read the latest entry. I wish I hadn't, and I know it's a total invasion of privacy, but it said something like, quote, I was looking at pictures of OP and me today. I can't believe she is my girlfriend. She is ugly. Definitely more than a little ugly. End quote. <laughs> Reading that felt like I got punched in the gut. When I was younger, I always wondered if I were ugly, sometimes believing I was so ugly that I couldn't leave my house and had an eating disorder for a long time. But this confirms I am Jesus. ugly, or at least he believes I'm ugly. This makes me so sad and angry. I had come to a really great place of letting go of ugly versus pretty. Like, whose decision is that? Why should it stop me from living my life? And had made it a and had made it a clear goal to not hold those beliefs that aren't productive. I've even begun to like my big nose and small chin, and guys hit on me all the time if that means anything. But yes, I guess I am ugly to my boyfriend. It pisses me off that he holds these antiquated standards and judges me harshly from them. Like when he plays the character of being such a highly evolved, spiritual, self-aware man. Whoa. Labeled me ugly. Ugh, I'm hurt. I feel huff. I feel heavy, like I can't imagine wanting to have sex with a man that thinks I'm ugly. The end. Well, congratulations, because you don't have to. You can just leave. God, I hate any post which is like, so I read so-and-so's journal. It's like, why are you doing this? Like, it's the same as when people are like, so I went through his phone. You're looking for something if you're doing that. If, you if you're going through it and you find nothing, then you've done something unforgivable. And if you go through it and you find something, then you your relationship is over. Like, there is there is nothing good that can come from reading somebody else's journal. Ever. Yeah. It's just a stupid thing to do. Having said that, he's also an idiot. So, you know. Is he an idiot, though? Or did he do it on purpose? He invited her over at four, left her there for yeah. an hour, had his journal open on his desk to that exact page. That seems almost intentional. He may have been writing in his journal before he left the house, realized what time it was, gone, oh crap, got up and walked off. Like, some people just aren't that. If you live by yourself, it's really easy to forget that you have <laughs> private stuff like that just lying True. around. Like, I lived on my own for five years. I just used to leave all kinds of shit around my house. And then people would come around and they'd be like, oh, do you need to put this away? I'm like, oh, maybe, <laughs> yeah. Like... You don't think about those things? Like really? all the sex toys that we saw on Zoom in the last like year and a half. <laughs> right? <laughs> People being like, oh shit, I forgot to put that away. Whoops. Oops. <laughs> now everybody knows I love my dragon dildo. Um Yeah, I just if somebody's if somebody's journal was sitting right next to me, I don't I don't know if I would be compelled to read it. 
I would probably just I would shut close it. it. Yeah, but like, yeah, it's one of those cases where <sighs> if you find something, you were justified, and yeah, the relationship mm-hmm. might be over. But it's like I would rather know than not know. I don't know. Uh, so someone asked, "How long have you two been together, and how is your relationship?" And she said, "We've been together for about eighteen months, and it's been complicated the past month." He's hurt my feelings a lot, but we always talk it out and end up feeling closer. I've told people in my life that we should break up before and walked into that conversation, but I've always left feeling more confused. Sounds so toxic when I type it here. What the dot dot dot. I don't even know how this happened or how I got so invested. He knows me and understands me more than anyone else ever has. Does he? I mean, he's a 33-year-old dating somebody who's like <laughs> yeah, a literal child. Yeah, So I... I have a personal beef against somebody who, if somebody, if your significant other is trying to break up with you and you convince them not to, no, don't do that. Either they want to be with you or they don't. And it sounds like she went in and was like, okay, I'm going to break up with him. And then he just manipulated her because she said she sounds confused afterwards. Yeah. No, no, leave. And if... You go into that conversation, someone says, oh, I'll change, blah, blah, blah. You need to see proof of that change. You don't have to be in a relationship with somebody while they are making that change. Yeah, exactly. You can you can go off somewhere else. Like, let's say, for example, that you want to break up with somebody because they're always sponging off you for money because they're really bad with their finances. And they say, no, don't leave me. I'll change. I'll, I'll make a budget and I'll stick to it. And you won't ever, I won't ever ask you for money again. You can say to them, okay, well, you've got three months to do that. I'm out of this relationship. And if there is a change, maybe we'll talk. Yeah. You do not have an obligation to sit around waiting for somebody to change and being chained to that relationship. Because while they are attempting to make that change, they shouldn't be doing it for you. They should be doing it to improve themselves. If you're not there... And they are still not motivated to make that change. That tells you everything you need to know. You haven't lost anything. Yeah. It's like, that's why it's a cycle of abuse, right? Because the abuser needs to be nice occasionally to keep you, like, locked in. Even if it's not Mm -hmm. abuse, even if it's just bad behavior, throwing their shit around the apartment or something, like being messy or not taking care of finances, anything like that. There will be this cycle of, oh yeah, I'm going to do a little bit better and then slip back into old habits. And then when you say something again, get better again. And you need to see that they're changing consistently over long periods of time instead of... And not to say that that's not work if you... And sometimes people will do that unintentionally, slip back into old habits, but... Yeah, progress is slow. Yeah, It's not a linear... They need to be shown to be consistently trying. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, she needs to break up with him. Someone was like, you could stand to lose a little bit of weight, though. How much does your boyfriend weigh? Probably about exactly that much weight. And she's like, I may be I may be losing that weight soon is her last comment. So hopefully she hopefully she ditches his ass because this is not great. Don't read your partner's private shit, though. Like, he's not good. I'm not saying that by any stretch. He's not good. But don't read your partner's private shit. And if he did want you to find it, then he's doing that to neg you and convince you that you can't find anybody else better than him. And you know that's not true because dudes hit on you all the time. So you'll be fine. Find a a less shitty person who's not 
11 years older than you. He's dating right. you because women his age will not. Yes. Okay, so this one is from Emma the Asshole. This last one. And OP's daughter is five years old. Okay. Am I the asshole for waxing my five-year-old daughter's unibrow? No. <laughs> so my five-year-old daughter has a pretty thick, dark unibrow that is very noticeable. Because of COVID, her preschool was online, therefore she was never bullied for having it. However, this past summer, her cousins came over to visit, and many of them teased her for her unibrow. Oh, shit. They'd call her countless names, and at just five years old, my daughter already thinks she's ugly. It breaks my heart because nobody, let alone a five-year-old, should think they are ugly. Related to the last post. I reassure my daughter she is beautiful and not to listen to her cousins, but my daughter still believes she is ugly. In a week, she is starting kindergarten, and I really don't want the bullying to get worse there. So yesterday, I took it into my own hands to wax her unibrow. I didn't shape them or anything, just wax the middle off to get rid of the unibrow. My daughter was elated looking in the mirror and called, calling herself so pretty. It warmed my heart to see her so confident in herself, but I made sure to remind her she was beautiful both ways. When my husband came home, my daughter was so excited to show him her eyebrows. In front of her, he called her beautiful, but after she left, we had a huge fight. He said it was horrible of me to be subjecting a five-year-old daughter to beauty standards. And that at such a young age, I'm pushing it on her instead of telling her she is beautiful the way she is. And no five-year-old should be waxing their eyebrows. And I'm pushing the mentality that she is only beautiful without her unibrow. And that my daughter is too young to know what she wants. And she should have been able to make her decision to wax it off when she is old enough. I truly understand all the points he made. However, my daughter told me she wanted to get rid of her unibrow. And I don't want her to grow up with bullying and teasing and blame me because I could have prevented it. <laughs> I am glad that the guy, at least he waited until she was out of the room. He's got that going for him, I guess. Uh, Guys can't understand what it's like to be a hairy woman. Because they can have their hair however they fucking want. They can have a hairy back. They can have fucking mutton chops. Like, none of this matters to them. It's none of your fucking business. Stay in your fucking lane. Like, ugh. Like, it wasn't... God. It wasn't... It's on her face. Like, I can... I, I, if the mom had taken her to a salon and, like, waxed her back and, like, all that shit, I'd have been like, wow, that's... That's extreme. Don't it literally do that. takes five seconds, you guys. You warm up the wax, you apply it, you put the cloth on, or don't if there's like clothless wax. You wait for it to dry a little bit, you rip it off, it's over. Not even that. If you have a a, a, a ready strip, oh, yeah. unpeel the strip, put it on, pull it off. Job's done. That's it. You don't need to do anything else. And it, it's not like mom I... approached daughter and was like, hey, you're going to start kindergarten soon. Do you want to wax your unibrow? Like, no, she was getting... Her cousins were mean yeah, to her. Yeah, she was unhappy and she wanted it done. The daughter did. And so let the daughter do what she wants with her body because she has bodily autonomy, even at five years old. It's not permanent either. Yeah, it's not permanent. It's not like she's taken her to go get her ears pierced or whatever. Like... <sighs> yeah, like... I just... You're right. Du dude's right. She shouldn't have to be subject to these beauty standards. She shouldn't no, have to feel shouldn't. like she should wax her eyebrow. However... No, she shouldn't. <laughs> you making your five-year-old daughter be subject to bullying and abuse to make a point? That's horrible. You're, you don't, don't make your five-year-old daughter be the one to stand up and be like, I'm breaking through beauty standards. Because that's not her job. And kids are shitty. This is the other thing. People are like, oh, kids won't know. They fucking will. 
Like, not every kid is as enlightened as you or your children. Like, you don't know yeah. who yeah. your kid is going to come into contact with on a daily basis. She can do that. You're not going to be she there. She can do that when she's an adult, you know, and wants to make a statement about it. Or not. Whatever. But she wants to do this now, so let her do it. Show her that she is in charge of her body, and if she wants to do it, she can do it. As long as it's, like you said, not ear-piercing or tattoo or anything. It's not permanent. It's not dangerous yeah. to her. Like... <sighs> yeah, and there's a bunch of people in the comments who had similar situations when they were kids who were, like, had, like, hairy arms or hairy, you know, eyebrows as as kids and the parents didn't let them shave or wax and it took them years to like rebuild their self-esteem and in their 20s now they stop caring like 20s 30s they're like okay i don't care anymore but making your child subject to abuse because you want to make a point not cool yeah so everybody's backing her up in the comments <laughs> good as as a hairy woman, I stand beside this mother. Yeah. I'm still not over the amount of hair that my body has. It makes me fucking furious all the time. And if you can show your child that there are easy and relatively painless ways to make themselves feel good about themselves, why would you not do that? Yeah, and it's not like you're also, like you said, shaping, or like she said, shaping her eyebrow or anything like that. It's just one thing. I only started waxing on my face maybe three years ago. So, yeah, it's to to overcome that kind of constant insecurity about your the way that you look takes a lot of time. So, kind of putting that in your child's hands early and in a non-judgmental fashion, I think is important. Yeah, she keeps reinforcing this is you're beautiful both ways, like both before and after, she's like, I still think you're beautiful, but if this is what you want to do, then that's what you want to do. Like, yeah. Right. So he's just being very one-sided about it. Because he's a guy and he doesn't understand. Yeah. I'm like, my dad can't grow a beard. And so I got my <laughs> hair cheats from him, I guess. <laughs> like, very not hairy at all. And I do have like a little bit longer hair on my upper lip. It's not that noticeable at all. God, mine's like, mine's but terrible. Mine's One terrible. time, my ex-boyfriend was like, wow, you have a long mustache. I think your mustache is longer than mine. And I was like, that's when I started waxing it. Oh, shocker that that's a correlation. Very strange. Right? Yeah. So even if it's tiny and not no, it was because we were, he was like very close to my face and that's why, and in the sun. And that's why he noticed, didn't notice before that, apparently, just in that moment. Not noticeable at all. So that's how uh, little hair women are expected to have. Right? Now imagine that your mustache is incredibly dark and long and thick, but you do not have the resources available to wax them. Like, it was just miserable. It was a miserable time. I used to bleach for a really long time, but obviously that doesn't stop the hair from being mm -hmm. long. So oh, it was just, yeah. The amount of money and time and pain that we are expected to go to through Jesus is Christ. obnoxious. Ridiculous. Anyway, you did the right thing, OP. And also, Hooray. you need to talk to your husband about not mansplaining women's yeah, beauty standards I, to women. I literally think you should just show him these comments. Because, yeah, it's to, to him, it's she can tough it out, but it's going to be her whole life. Like, that's... 
that's why it's really difficult to explain to people about something like this is, yeah, I can shave my legs and I can wax my upper lip, but I am still looking in the mirror every single day going, is it noticeable yet? Can people see it? Do I need to wax again? Yeah, it, it takes up so much of your brain power, too. But it doesn't stop. The best thing about the pandemic... Yeah, right? <laughs> ...was I saved so much money on wax strips. Because <laughs> <laughs> no one could see my face. No one could see my lips. It was like, yes! I can just hang around with a nasty mo for the can rest I, of my can life. Can I pixelate myself normally, please? <laughs> right. Um, this comment really sums up what I was trying to say a lot more eloquently. Thank you, Bake Crazy. And not the asshole. It's noble of him to offer to change society's backward views of beauty and offering your daughter a sacrifice to that altar. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's making her happy to do this. So do it. If she wants to make a stand about it later, she can become a photographer and photograph models with natural body hair. But now at five years old in kindergarten is not the time to do it. She's not fucking Frida Kahlo, you know what I mean? She's a five-year-old child about to start kindergarten. <laughs> like, nobody's gonna give her special dispensation. And we've said before, too, that like kids are really usually very accepting of things you know if you're like oh what is this uh you know why are you have different limbs or anything like a disability kids will be very accepting of it but when it comes to beauty standards that does not apply i'm not sure it's even if it's when it comes to beauty standards it's mostly when it comes to gender oh, yeah, standards too, for sure like you're a girl in middle school and you don't have boobs yet or you, like, or you have that's too a very many, easy target too much boob <laughs> But you're a small guy and you're 15 years old and you are still five foot three. Like it's been two weeks and I've already it's... had to deal with that shit. Like this kid wants <sighs> to join the football team and he's probably 80 pounds. And oh. I, I'm like, no, I've seen guys who with your build join the football team and they're just runners. Like mm -hmm. this other guy was like, oh, you shouldn't join the football team because you're too small. It's like, no, fuck off. And I also have a student this year with alopecia. And in her, like, intro letter to me, she was like, I do not have cancer. I just have alopecia. I am healthy. I just can't grow hair. And it's just, yeah, it's frustrating when you see that. And it's like, I am turned into that adult who tells kids, you'll understand when you're older. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Honestly, it's like, especially when you have one thing, it seems you have it all, mm -hmm. right? So it's like, when I was a kid, I, I have quite a deep voice for a woman. Um, So it was that. Then it was my facial hair. Then it was my the hair on my head. Then it was that I actually had quite big boobs for a fourteen-year-old. Then it was just a, it was a lot of stuff, and it was like every day it's something new and exciting in the world of what can we bother you about today? Um, so yeah, it, uh, gender norms are things that kids will pick up on. Because they've been reinforced for the entirety of their lives. Like, women are pretty and they don't have hair on their faces. Yeah. And it's 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 stuff that they see in their kids' books. Daddy has a mustache, mummy doesn't. Like, it's just so normalized that when they see something that is, like, even slightly deviates from that, men are this and women are that, it's such an easy target. Yeah. And what's great about this new generation is that it is getting better, but there is a certain age where yes. that threshold does not apply. Like... Five-year-olds mm -hmm. don't really get that yet. Maybe it'll be better in high school. And they, they ask a lot of questions as well. I think this is the thing that people forget. Young kids ask a lot of questions. And sometimes they don't do it. They don't do it maliciously. They'll come up to you and go, why do you have a mustache? Just really like that. 
And it's like, oh, shit. I want to talk about this with you right now, five-year-old child. There's a lot of scientific ex- explanation that you're not equipped to handle. But they don't mean it out of badness, but it makes you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And you just want to alleviate that discomfort as much as possible. And, yeah, we kind of just talked about this, my husband and I, um, because we watched the Malcolm in the Middle episode where Dewey brings a purse to school as his book bag. Yes. And I remember when I first moved to San Diego, I it was before I was listening to podcasts, so I was listening to the radio on the way to work. Big fucking mistake, because radio DJs are some of the oh, biggest yeah, the trash people I have ever heard uh, of in my entire yeah. fucking life. Breakfast DJs are a special breed of, of terrible street humans. Street trash. So they were talking about this school where this, this boy wanted to bring a purse to school. And so they banned purses at school because he was being bullied. <laughs> Instead of punishing the bullies, they banned purses at school. They could only have backpacks or book bags. And the DJ was like, yeah, I wouldn't let my son bring a purse to school because he would get bullied. And it's like, no, that's so backwards. That's literally blaming the victim. Punish the bullies. I wouldn't let my kid do something that brings him self-expression and joy (laughs) because he's going to get bullied for it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh... It's frustrating because it's like, if someone's doing something that doesn't hurt anyone, people will be like, but you will be hurt for doing this. It's like, but who's doing the hurting? (laughs) Punish the people who are doing harm instead of people who are just fucking carrying a purse. Jesus Christ. So when people say you're bringing it upon yourself. Am I? Yeah. Am I responsible for other people's actions now? Don't think I am. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I hope that Opie is able to talk to her husband and make him be less shitty. Uh, Literally, she should just show him the comments and and hopefully that will straighten him out. Okay. Subreddit of the week is Are They New? Oh, yes. (laughs) Oh, this is a good subreddit. Oh, my God. I like this one. So there's the top of all time. The description just says, They just knew. And the banner just says, For when they knew. Like K N E W. The top post of all time is Peter Dinklage tweeting Peter Dinklage. about a Game of Thrones calendar, and he is the picture for February. And Peter Dinklage says, "Shortest month, and you select me. This will not be forgotten." <laughs> <laughs> and it's just people posting either like visual innuendo or phrasing that uh, is suggestive. And it's like, they must have known what this was going to look like, right? Jersey Mike's tweeted, how do you top your sub? (laughs) And then it just says underneath, blocked, blocked, you're all blocked. (laughs) This fucking horse one (laughs) is killing me. There's no way. There's no way. So this person is like on all fours underneath a horse. Just terrible. Everything about this is terrible. I this hate French it. anatomy book tries to illustrate how a horse's bones are similar to ours, and it's just like they're they're uh, fucking superhero innuendo is always <laughs> just the most uncomfortable innuendo. I don't know who that superhero is or the villain probably. I'm not sure, but it's Black Lightning. And yeah, I'm not up on my Black Lightning war. I've only watched the first season. Sue me. Um, yes, <laughs> my ass. That's why it's just my ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh well i'm an idiot this uh building is definitely a dick that shoots fireworks into the air from the place where dicks shoot things from <laughs> oh no <laughs> Ole miss accidentally puts porn star on cups honoring healthcare workers sex workers Very are healthcare good. workers changed my fucking mind <laughs> 
Valentine's Day special Valentine's meat, tray. meat tray. <laughs> too... I've seen I've seen the Valentine's it's meat tray before, and it's two meatballs very good. and a sausage in a way that you know <laughs> shouldn't have to be explaining this meat to tray for one. adults. Uh, add okay. Mask yeah. up, Utah. Just looks like mask, you puta. <laughs> I'm pretty sure someone in my teacher uh, group sent me that at some point or sent us that at some point. Yeah, so this is very entertaining. Combination. <laughs> Kids book. Oh, God, they're having a snowball fight. Oh, and it no. says, do you like it in your face? Yes, I like it any place. <laughs> oh, no. Adult video. Jesus is watching. <laughs> Oh, this is just a very good stuff. It should have been on the other side, though. Too bad they couldn't get that angle. Jesus is watching adult video. The Toyota Tacoma part is uh, very good. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm looking at the shirt that's supposed to be a record player, but it looks like you just <laughs> part of the record player coming out where the dick should be. <laughs> Dr. Highway, Chris Bang's family and friends. <laughs> Journalist Excellence Worldwide. Thank you, but please refrain from using that acronym. Our organization's name is Journalist Excellence Worldwide. I understand. My middle name is <laughs> Keith. It's Keith Cotton with two Ks. Uh, I like uh. <laughs> the baby shirt that's meant to be Dumbo. <laughs> it just dumb says Dom with a heart at the end. I mean, if you're gonna put a label on a baby, <laughs> they are. That's dumb, probably yeah. the correct one. <laughs> the Harry Potter one. <laughs> Snape ejaculated Slughorn. Note to all aspiring novelists, there... sometimes you should just use said. Snape, he nutted. Honestly, <laughs> like, it's like in Sherlock Holmes, a, a popular phrase during the Victorian period was when you went to go and wake somebody up in the morning to come and, you know, come out and do errands with you, you would say, I knocked them up. <laughs> As in, you knocked on the door to wake them up. up. Yeah. So there are so many instances in uh, Sherlock Holmes stories where it's like, I knocked, I knocked Holmes up. And it's like, no, you didn't, Watson, you liar. <laughs> <laughs> it's not possible. <laughs> very funny when we were teenagers studying uh, Sherlock Holmes. Oh, this snow forecast says, get ready for a pounding. Some of us could see eight inches or more. That's too much, even for me. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, this is like, you had to know. You had to. Like, this is supposed to say, Jim Hare don't care, but it definitely looks like I know. It, it, it's like 100% looks like cum. I'm sure that would 100% oh, increase shirt. your sales on that, but damn. This dope shirt, which looks like it says pedo. <laughs> oh, God. Chicks dig guys that eat out. Oh, these are all They're so very good. good. I could scroll this one forever. <sighs> what the fuck? Oh, my the God. Julia Roberts the typo. <laughs> the one underneath it. <laughs> That ass, I mean, guitar will be pop. Oh, God. That I ass. highly recommend that you just scroll this one. This is it's just very good. This billboard for Terminator film is erected outside in a clinic. <laughs> yeah, I just, yeah. Dick. Th- <laughs> All right. Anyway, I'm just going to keep scrolling through this and giggling. Very good. For the next hour and a half when I should be working on my lesson. Um, let's see. What did we even talk about today? Um, uh, send us your best game couples games to play together i'm at morgan underscore slay on twitter or you can at us at are the letter you the word serious pod or email us at are the letter you the word serious pod at gmail.com uh today is yorkshire day happy yorkshire day uh 
at me on Twitter to find out what that means and why that means you're inferior to me and my county. Um, at Esme underscore C underscore knows, as he knows lots of things. Um, or you can find me on, find us on Facebook, uh, the letter R slash the letter U serious podcast. Yeah, and check out my other podcast at Metal Morph on Twitter. Hell yeah. I will be Hell posting yeah. my tattoos soon. They're just yeah, I'm excited very itchy right now and peely, so... I was going to donate blood Good today, times. and I remembered that I can't do that for another week. So I will hopefully still get my <sighs> Comic-Con shirt from donating blood. Donate blood, people. Donate blood. It's good for you. And <laughs> it is actually people. good for you. People, yeah, people who donate blood like show higher, bigger heart health. I don't know if that's because you're essentially exercising your heart and forcing your body to make more blood or what, but... It's because your heart is getting jacked and going, they're not going to take shit from me ever again. <laughs> Just like working out in your chest. Like, I will prepare for the next time you take the blood from me. <laughs> Fight I don't back, know where blood bitch. is made. Bone marrow? Is that where your blood is made? Fuck if I know. I'm just, I'm an idiot. At me. Uh, and let me know where blood is made. <laughs> where do they make blood? Tell me. I How must is know. How is that formed? <laughs> <laughs> Pregnant. Best video. <laughs>